as the train began to move, I'm not kidding you, some guy comes over to me and goes, wow, that was just like Law and Order, right? <laughs> Dude, equally crazy guy who like didn't look at <laughs> Seeing the whole thing play out, yeah. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Welcome back. It's Oops the Podcast time. Are you ready, Julio? I'm ready. I'm ready. Is the audience ready? Who knows? Ryan, are you ready? Very ready. Ready, steady, here we go. Here we go. Uh, I am happy to be here with you today, dear friend. Good to be here with you, bro. That's you were very, very nice. kind to me last night. <laughs> there's a very funny thing that I want to just tackle right off the jump. There's two things. I did two controversial things, in my opinion. So we can talk about both of them. Yes. You, okay. So you guys, listeners at home, you may recall there was an episode not too long ago where I referenced uh, a, a tough moment in my childhood where I was playing a game of <laughs> Capture the Flag and a girl in my class, whom I named. I said her name, Maddie, um, and that was her name. I'm not going to say her last name. Is her name. That is her name. <laughs> she, I said, you'll have, the only way you'll get me to come out into this, the area where you can tag me is if you pull me out by my penis. And then she or her friends told on me, and I had to answer for it with the principal. Anyway. So last night, I had shows at the stand. Julio had shows at the stand. In fact, we went back to back. Must have been a treat. Twice. For anyone there who was a fan of the podcast. Back to back, back to back. How about that? A lot of back to back. It's like playing that Drake song twice. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. So we were on these shows, and I was on my way to the club, and Julio (laughs) called me. And I picked up, and I said, hello. And he said, hey, are you on your way to the stand? And I said, sure am. And he goes, okay, just so you know, (laughs) do you remember that girl that you talked about in Capture the Flag? Her brother-in-law is here, and he's gigantic. (laughs) Just so you know. Now... I thought a lot about that. That is not... I, I immediately added more, by the way. No, but let's just sit okay. on that for you a second. <laughs> the girl that you named from Capture the Flag, her brother-in-law is here and he's gigantic. <laughs> you said that sentence to me. And to me, I, I was reflecting on it in the moments after. And I thought, <laughs> that sounds like a sentence that you would say to someone from whom... You were supposed to collect a package whose identity you had to verify first <laughs> like in a spy movie. He's, he's a big guy. The like, monarch takes flight at 4 a.m. And then you would be like, uh, all presents are meant to be opened the night before uh, Christmas. Uh, <laughs> the capture the flag girl you names, her oh. brother-in-law is here. Oh, okay, okay. And he's gigantic. <laughs> It's just a series of words that you wouldn't probably put together and may never have been said in that sequence. Right, right. And it has to be that way so that there can be no 
question as to whether or not that is indeed the message. Exactly. That's hilarious. Exactly. I, you know, <laughs> they say that no two chess games have ever been played the same way, which is hard to believe. But that in the history of chess, the combinations are so infinite that that there's never been the same chess game played twice. Mm. I think that in the history of, of spoken English, that those words in that order have never been said. <laughs> it's very possible. Which I find very, I find intriguing. It's very possible. So anyway, I, I, all right, did you have more to add to that? I, I called to tell him that because immediately after I said that part, I was like, don't worry. He's like not upset. He's like comes in peace and is excited to be here and like is psyched to see the show. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I just wanted to call you to tell you that because the moment where he introduced himself and said, I'm so I'm Maddie's brother-in-law or whatever. I didn't want you to have to go through what you could potentially go through <laughs> before he made it clear that he, he thought it was funny and like, didn't care. It's so funny. I'm trying to think. So Julia was, was making, he was endeavoring to absolve me of the anxiety that typically riddles me courses through my veins Anytime I encounter somebody who's referencing something I've said on the podcast. Correct, correct. And yet, in doing so, <laughs> the way you started the I know, notice I fucked up. I was, fucked up. all right, not a big deal, but I just want you to know, <laughs> which, you know. Did I say I just want to give you a heads up? Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. I wasn't, I should have just got it. Right just instantly, it. you know, a trickle of urine running down my pant leg. And you said something like, I'm about to throw up this falafel. I'm yeah, eating, I was eating Taim sure. uh, nice. falafel. And it, dub, what's that thing called? The double dot on the eye? An umlaut. Umlaut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you thought you could get a fact with Ryan there, didn't you, Ryan? He went straight to his goddamn computer. Little does he know. I'm the master of accents. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was very funny. And he was such a lovely guy. And he's a really interesting guy. Um, you know what his name is, by the way? I think I'm going to say his name. Kodiak. His name is Kodiak. Obs- dude, when he said that, I was like, no way, dude. That is the coolest name I've heard. It's literally a bear species, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, Do we type think of it's bear. his actual name? I think it might be, dude. Because then we saw we saw that he's like a boxer or something. He we does saw, all kinds of cool stuff. He does all kinds of cool stuff, including punching and yeah, which dunking again, constantly. Bro, never s- stops dunking the ball. Um, imagine if you had seen those before meeting him. Yeah, then I would have been more troubled. You would have been a little more troubled. More troubled. But he, as you said, he came in peace. Yeah, I said he comes in peace. Gentle giant and was such a lovely guy. He's a listener of the pod, so shout out Kodiak. Legend. Um, he's lost a, a ton of weight. At last I saw, 60 pounds. Wow. He's working out every single day. He's an inspirational story. You can check him out. I think it's Co- you'll find Kodiak on... On the gram. On the gram. Okay. So that's that. Um, so that's number one. Yeah. I The number two thing, I don't know if you did this intentionally or not, but we were talking to this girl who's currently going through sort of being canceled. Mm. Uh, not not actually, but she's getting a lot of shit about a joke she made. She's getting like threatened, whatever. She's Canadian, by the way. Yeah. So I don't want to like, I don't want this to live on. So I'm not going to get into too many of the specifics, like for her sake. But Francis started giving her a bunch of advice out of context. (laughs) He was like, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. And like, it didn't appear that he was going to tell her why he was giving this context. 
So I added, he's been through this before. Yeah. And and she went, oh, and then you ended up having to tell your story. And I was wondering if you were annoyed at me because of that. No, I wasn't annoyed at all. <laughs> I was conscious of not giving that story, my story, in front of you because you've had to sit through it ah. so many goddamn times <laughs> that the last thing I want to do, I'm, I am, believe it or not, I am very conscious of, of what I say around you. Interesting. Mostly interesting. just to not despair you. The 40th telling of right. a story no, we've hashed it. on the pod and we've it. talked about together. and It was so relevant there uh, that, you know, no sparing needed to be done. But that was funny still. Yeah. I, I was wondering, I was like, why is he withholding this? And I guess it turns out because of me. But yeah, I didn't want to. And like... also, I, I don't know. I guess you're right. I needed to probably tell her I wasn't just some random guy giving her advice that I didn't know from my own so i felt like your gathering. mom like tell him tell her honey <laughs> <laughs> tell her why tell her what you did um <laughs> but but i th- i felt like defensive of you because like i know how aware female comedians are about some of these buzzwords like like mansplaining or gaslighting and mm. like out of context getting advice about quote being canceled without knowing that yeah. you have specifically been through the same exact thing i wanted it for you that's a good point i wanted you, you know and, and whatever like this is what we do we're a team you it lends I mean? credibility and i appreciate dude, that dude. you do it for me too like when i completely don't introduce somebody correctly on the podcast you will help me without <laughs> that's so funny that's not the same thing it's similar. I'm I'm omitting important things. You're like Julio meant to do well, but he just didn't. I would have thought when you were like, <laughs> "You do it for me too," that it would have been more like, "No, no, don't, don't underrepresent your accomplishments." Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Which I that I do for you. Do you. that for me too. But I, <laughs> me being like, you're not giving that person enough of a rep, of an intro. But you're right. Like I need, and then you, then you do it and you're so good at it. And I'm like, oh, like, I like to, I like to give people a, a 10 gun salute. Yeah. Cause it makes them feel good and it puts them at ease. Agreed. Agreed. Dude. Yeah. Phenomenal. But you bring up a really interesting point, which I want to talk to you about. Okay. I did Hannah Burner's podcast yesterday. Oh yeah. That should be out sometime soon. Burning in hell. It's, it's a good one. I like Hannah a lot. And, um, she and I talked about mansplaining. And I asked her to define it because I have a... Have we talked about mansplaining Not before? really. Okay. So mansplaining, I think, has become a somewhat all-encompassing term that we, I want to sort of define a little more clearly. Okay. And Hannah helped me with this. Okay. Which my understanding of mansplaining was that you have to... It's it's a man explaining something to a woman that she already knows and he assumes that she doesn't know it because she's a woman. So I don't I think it that's all I I'm aligned with all that besides the final part with the because she's a woman part. Like I don't think it's because she's a woman specifically. Can you mansplain to a man? Yes, people mansplain to me all the time, dude. I don't know what it is about the way that I look. <laughs> <laughs> people always think I'm lost. Or they think I don't know shit. And maybe it's because I don't like... I'm I'm a little bit of a wild card. Like, you don't necessarily know what you're going to get from me. 
Like, uh-huh. and I'm, that's not me like bragging or anything. That's but cool. Like, you don't expect me to know some of the stuff that I know or be interested in some of the stuff I'm interested in. Yeah. So I'm, I maybe leave myself a little more open to it, but you can absolutely mansplain to a man. I think it just most commonly happens with a man doing it to a woman. And part of that might just have to be with like natural tendencies. Huh? Well, that's interesting. I think Hannah, Hannah definitely seemed to think that it was or she put forth that it was you're assuming that there is a hole in in a woman's knowledge and that you need to explain it to her and it, it's and it's because she's a woman i don't i don't know i personally don't agree like like that's a good way to represent it that is the most common form of it yeah that's why it's called that and that's that's the most common scenario to see it in but that's like under it's not like oh there's a woman I'm going to tell her something. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's a causality thing yeah. so much as it is a phenomenon that happens as a result of gender inequality, maybe? I, I, dude, honestly, I think like guys are just more likely to do that to begin with. And like, if I were to start doing it to you, we would just start doing it to each other, potentially. Not uh-huh. you and I specifically, but if I'm like, oh, you know that... Yeah, uh, there's seven thousand gallons of water in that dam, and the guy's like, "Oh, it's funny you mentioned that." Uh, when the when the levees broke in New Orleans, you know what I mean? <laughs> Guys will mansplain to each other back and forth, whereas a woman will just be like, "Oh, whoa, you're you're am I treading into dangerous, dangerous waters?" Water? <laughs> no, but like, unintended. I mean, a woman will let you fucking like stroke your own ego. Do they have like, more patience for it or something? That's well said. You know, they'll be like, all right, big boy. Ooh. Yeah, they, 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 um, they, <laughs> whereas we just wouldn't, we'd get mad. Right. And also like. Is that true? Maybe like it's a, it's a thing where a guy's like, you know. Beating his chest. I have to, I know things that like, you know, that's part of like being, you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of like conquering. Well, yeah, this is good. I like what you know this. what I mean. Is this, this is, is nice. this stupid? Am I, I? I don't mean to like overgeneralize, but I'm just saying like I've seen that scenario happen so many times. But but if a guy explains something to another guy, um, which that other guy already knows, that's just patronizing, right? Right. Which when, is what when, mansplaining is. is. It's con. It's condescension. Totally. It's uh, it's I don't know. It's um underestimating the person you're talking to totally all of those things and and i see what you mean like i think the, the people who are mansplaining to women mansplain to everyone most of the time it could be but like the the, the dynamic is best sort of represented in that moment yeah where you're like now, just spouting facts at a woman can you let me ask you this if the woman actually doesn't know the thing that the guy is explaining then is that just explaining, or can it still be mansplaining, even if she doesn't know the information? I think I think it's a good lesson in general when you're talking with people to ex- to understand that there's a possibility that you may know what they're talking about. If you acknowledge yes. that in general, you're covering yourself to be a much better person who, to talk to. Right. So right. I think you could still be mansplaining even if they don't know. Here's here's an example. On the podcast, I don't even know why we started talking about this, but we were to, oh, she asked where Sierra was from. And I said, she's from rural Pennsylvania, Bucks County, near where Washington doubled back across the Delaware to attack the Hessians. Not mansplaining. 
Yes. This is a good exercise. But then I went into a long explanation of Washington's retreat from Brooklyn Heights across to lower Manhattan, up Manhattan, towards the west side, across to New Jersey, then all the way down New Jersey into Pennsylvania, and then doubling back on the Hessians on Christmas. And Hannah didn't ask me to tell her any of that. How Okay, my my follow-up question is, how did you get from where Washington crossed the Delaware into this story? I said, are you familiar with the Revolutionary War? And she said, no, not really. I don't care. Or I don't know. She was like, no, not really. So you said... Are you said are you familiar? But like, you didn't say are you familiar with it? Like she obviously. I think I think I said something like you know about Washington crossing on the Delaware or something like that. And she said no, I don't. And there may have been a quizzical look, which maybe I took as an invitation, right, to Dan to explain. But she certainly didn't ask me to explain for as long as I did. Right. I certainly went on a lot longer. I did 10 pages of an AP U.S. history book, and she only needed a paragraph from Wikipedia at most. Oh, we only have one hangover in the studio today because guess what? We drank them all. Oh, you bad boy. Dude, we had a, so we had a pregame, quote, pregame. I can't believe I'm using that term. I hate the term pregame. We had people over before Hill Dogs Party. First of all, nobody came. <laughs> Which was really sad. But they came for the party. Oh, yeah, the party was packed. But the pregame, we were expecting there to be, you know, potentially 30 or 40 people to the point where we're like, do we have enough stuff? Nobody came. Oh, wow. It was just Raina and Ashley, our friend Julie, our friend Sid, me and Hill Dog. Nice. That was it. Didn't nice. even, no preparation needed. Ah. Guess what? We forgot to buy club soda and things to mix liquor with. Ooh. I was like, do we even know how to throw a party? Hill Dog got mad. Fortunately, we had some hangobies left. And guess what's an amazing mixer for alcohol? Hangobi. The calm. Dude, apart from being just a delicious beverage and a great, you know, uh, health drink in general, um, it's it's incredibly versatile. Mm -hmm. It's good for curing hangovers. It's good for creating hangovers. Oh, sure. (laughs) You mix it with your favorite spirit uh, and you're cooking. Hangobi in the morning, hangobi in the evening, hangobi at supper time. When hangobi's on a bagel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we love Hangobi. Uh, the restock orders at all the stores in town are just going up and up. Um, they've really been crushing it. They're in over 150 different vendors. They've just released the Calm, which is maybe the most delicious flavor. They have three excellent flavors. We recommend you trying them all. Go to Hangobi.com right now. Use promo code OOPSIMHUNG. You'll get 30% off of your order. Hangobi.com, promo code OOPSIMHUNG. Get yourself some Hangobi. So here's, my, so here's the problem with that. With that area. There's a bit of a gray area because you did sort of say, you know, like, how familiar are you with that thing that happened to be piggybacking? I was trying to give some context. Do you know about that? No, I don't really know about that. Yeah, but that's how do you then say, do you want to know about that? That's weird. That's weird. So how do you then talk? It's, you know, a discussion. I think, I think that I should be less inclined to go into the long history lesson unless the person has said, please explain that to me. I'd like to know more. Agreed. But I do also think that when you're excited about facts or things, that's how you fucking talk to people, you know? So there, mm-hmm. there is a way to be like, I really love this. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you say what you say, and then you're like, I just really love this topic. I'm sorry. Did I just like, put you to sleep? 
it's not really like after after I've said it all. No, that's kind of that's kind of fucked up. That's putting a band aid. That's just absolving one's ego. Yeah, true. That's that's I do that too, though. By the way, as I say, I'm sorry that, that I've gone on that. so long. You do. do I'm that. not sorry. I'm just asking people to to realize that the, that I'm a, I have some self awareness. You may be sorry, but the cat is already out of the bag. You may be sorry though. You're remorseful, dude. I don't know. I don't know how hard you went on the George Washington facts. Um, so like, yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, I like some of this kind of shit too, and I'm trying to think about how I get into it with people. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hillary's from so-and-so, where so-and-so happened. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, do you like those? Okay, yeah, she's from where they made a lot of John Hughes movies. Uh, Who's John Hughes? He's Home Alone, uh, uh, 16 Candles, like all those like Chicago area movies. Wow, cool. Yeah, so, so there you go. Yeah, Here now go. I'm giving you... But you asked me. I not only asked you, but I've also expressed interest. Right, so then here's... so So if you didn't ask that... All the John Hughes films, uh, and you look at me like, huh? And I'm like, you know, like Home Alone and stuff. Uh-huh. That's mansplaining, though. But still, like, there's why? Because you didn't ask, and unless unless you literally, I didn't know the jo- I didn't know who jo- I don't know who John Hughes is. I don't know what movies he's made. Right. So I don't think that's mansplaining. No, you're right. But like, if I then were to be like, you know, 16 Candles, like, it was really, it was amazing the way that it just changed the culture. Like, before you know it, like, everybody's walking around looking like Molly Ringwald, right? I mean, <laughs> that red hair, I mean, she was just really something. What happened to her? You know, I think she gave up to become a mother. I think she stopped <laughs> acting. Like, <laughs> this is now, I just made that up, by the way, but, like. She gave up to become a mother. <laughs> yeah, and we shouldn't fault people for that. No. You know, this is society where, like, we shame people for their maternal instincts. But this is I mean, not... Whatever happened to the traditional family structure? This is you pontificating. <laughs> Which is its own form of mansplaining, potentially. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't know. I think mansplaining has to be more specific. Because if because otherwise we're just putting this pretty negative, toxic concept this banner on all of explaining you're right you're right and explaining needs to be allowed that's sharing information right and um the world's better for it typically and it doesn't matter if it's a man to a woman or a woman to a man or a man to a man or whatever right right it's this assumption that you need to so yeah that's i think you're right like we can be more specific here and maybe, you know, you telling the history story is definitely a form of mansplaining, but I think it's more about like maybe practical application or like things. For example, like if I start telling a woman about investing or about just assuming that she doesn't know. And actually, dude, I've been I've seen a woman mansplain. I watched a person tell Hillary that she would help her get a job, not knowing anything about Hillary. She's like, "Oh, like give me your resume." And I'll, and like, this girl can't help Hillary. Hillary's a fucking massive career. Like, she just thinks that she, you know what I mean? That's sort of its own form of mansplaining. Really? You don't think so? I don't know. I don't know. I think that's, I think that's patronizing. I think it's, I think it's assuming that someone is less than they are. Fine. But then in that, so, okay, you're, yeah, they just want to see that you have... That might be. If they want to see... They want to see that you've been... That makes sense. You know what I mean? That might be mansplaining from a woman. Stuff that Hillary already knows. hmm And she's in a pool of, of 
applicants that are above this person who's doing the hiring. Mm-hmm. She has she and she's letting her talk. Yeah, here's an interesting one. I got they explained to once. A trans oh, yeah. person once tried to explain to me us. the gender fluidity. I remember, but I'd story. already read up on it. But then you, but then you sort of like made it into a thing. I was also curious, so then I shouldn't say there that I was they explained because it was nice to hear it from firsthand. You also weren't they explained because you you accidentally found out that they went by they. Right? She's like, oh, I'll let they know or something. Right? Well, that. But but I have spoken with gender fluid people who have. I'm not talking about that person at the at the coffee shop. Oh, that's yeah. you're right about oh, that. Okay, okay. That was the first time. But I've spoken with gender fluid people who have explained to me where their identity, what their identity means to them. Do you have to be gender fluid to to use they? Can't you be? Could I? Th- I could use they if I wanted. Right? Yeah, you can choose your own pronouns. Yeah, yeah, but I think. They is the pronoun typically for people of gender fluidity because it's a plural pronoun. Yeah, right, right. But I've seen, I, I, I don't know, I've, I've seen people who I assumed, and this is wrong to assume, unfortunately, but like they didn't, they looked as if they were on the side of a traditional gender who had they in their thing. Well, right. So that's why we can't we can't assume we can't because anybody it doesn't matter how you're born. People feel a certain way. They they identify a certain way. And And that's not really up to us. Got it to assign. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. I was searching through pronouns the other day because they're like, use you put your pronouns in. I was Mm -hmm. like, right. And I know now that there's so many pronouns. You know, I mean, you see things about it, whatever. So I started searching for some and they weren't there. And I'm wondering who gets to decide what the pronouns are. That's a good question. There are so many pronouns. Does that mean that whoever has done the pronoun, the pronoun committee has said, this is now the all encompassing. We have every single person accounted for. That's it. It's a good question, dude. I, I, I find, or can we add more? I find that a lot of, you know, fill out this form, drop down menus for, pronouns. you know, Mr. Francis Ellis. I click on the, the, the gender they're incredibly limited and, in, in a way, atavistic. They're like, sometimes it's just Mr. or Mrs., right? Sometimes it's, it's that's that. That's right? Is that, is that count as a pronoun? Mr. or Mrs.? Well, if that's all that there is on that drop-down menu that omits... Yeah, but usually who, it's like a prefix and a pronoun or a different category. Okay, well then let's call it just the pronoun part. Sometimes okay. it's he or she or or male male or female. On a lot of male, wet airline female, ticketing. Not to say. Yeah. Which why would why would prefer not to say be right. the only option for people who do have a strong gender identity, but it's not male or female. Right, right. Then that makes it seem like they have to keep it secret. Right, exactly. Uh-huh. So those websites are are behind the times. Yeah, yeah. And, but how do they keep up? How does know. someone code the kayak website quickly enough, or the Delta Airlines website quickly enough to keep up with? It can't be that hard. Changing gender norms, I suppose not. If you want, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really. That's it's, fascinating. It's interesting thing to observe. Fascinating. I do. I don't. I'm wondering, like the mansplaining conversation. 
I'm wondering if anything that I said made sense. Oh, I think I, it did. On the record. I'm not saying that off the record. No, I think it did. I think it did. Um, also, uh, I think that what I was going to say was when, when, when I went on and on about the Revolutionary War. <laughs> that is like a classic. History is definitely a big mansplaining Yeah, topic. War. War, war history. history. Yeah. Hannah, you're right. It's She just, she wasn't indicating that she wanted to keep hearing about it. So even if she didn't know about it, if I continue on. Yeah. It's, so why did you continue on? Because I love it. Like you said, I know it and I want to, sh- I want to show off. I'm showing off. Okay. Here's a question. To her l- audience. Is this mansplaining now to you? If I were to say... You know, you'd really love the Morristown National Historic Site in New Jersey, that cold winter that I'm sure you're familiar with. I don't know specifically, but it was like one of the coldest winters on record, and Washington's army was out there, and there's all the sites out there, and I think you'd really think it was cool. Is that mansplaining? No. You've used something that I said, and you're adding a uh, a wonderful suggestion. But I'm assuming you've never been there, so should I be like... Have you ever been to the Morristown? Look, if we get <laughs> if we get to that point where we have to tiptoe around assumptions so carefully as to not offend someone who, you know, if I said to you, who the what, like who are you to assume I haven't been to the Morristown historical site? Then at that point, we have to say I'm the asshole. You have to say. That you, to be agreed. offended agreed. by that, agreed. It, whether you're a woman or a man, it, you're an asshole. Right. Okay. I think that there is we, we we can we can judge within reason, right? If I said to you, <laughs> if I knew that you liked, um, if I knew that like, you liked basketball, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, you gotta check out this place. I'm sure you've never been Madison Square Garden. It's actually this uh, massive arena where the New York Knickerbockers play. They're an NBA team, right? Well, that's a ridiculous... That's just like stupid. Assumption. But it's also... That's like acute mansplaining. Dude, I was walking by Katz's Delicatessen with some guy. He goes, you like pastrami? And he pointed at it. I swear to God. I swear to God. I was like, are you serious, dude? I swear to God. This makes me want to start mansplaining more, <laughs> mostly to men. Yeah, dude. It's funny to make... <laughs> I get mansplained too all the time. And another thing that blows my mind, bro, it's crazy to go... Okay, this is another... This is a good example. Do you like pastrami? <laughs> I'll get mansplained things about places that I visited by people who don't know anything. And they've read a couple things and they start telling me about places that I've been to mm-hmm. and about things that like they they could not possibly know more than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's annoying. And I wonder if it's me or if it's in general. You know what I mean? Like and I think part of it is me. I l- I think that I'm an easier person to manage You're patient. To. You're a Maybe patient that's person. What it is. You're not somebody And I think that's what I was alluding to before. Like I think women are naturally more patient than men. Yeah, and, and, Am I and wrong polite. About that? I would say polite, patient, all those things. Where um if, No urge to prove themselves the way that men have that. Yeah. If somebody said Less to me, you know, know. Uh oh you, you oh yeah, uh, 
so there's actually this uh, college lacrosse tournament. It's the NCAA tournament at the end of the year, and all the top 16 or whatever teams, they, they start playing in it and it ends in the Final Four. It's similar to the basketball. I would very quickly say I played college lacrosse. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't put let them, them get more – no, put them out of my misery. <laughs> I would put them out of my misery. Right. And just say, just so you know, I will not allow you to keep talking because I can't waste my time listening yeah, yeah, yeah. to you r- go over a topic that I'm probably more versed in than you are. I won't let people – I won't do, let people do that either, though. I'll be like, I played – like, like if they start explaining tennis shit to me, like I'll. I'll but if you it. you just said that if they go to a place that you've been to, it's you'll li- let them go on. I don't. Well, I I don't let them go on. I I will disagree politely. I'll be like, ah, I don't know. Like, I was there, and, and oh, be so like, that's but that's that's discussion. Now like, you're talking about differing I'm, viewpoints. No, but I'm being told. I'm being told things. Oh, this happens a lot there. That happens a lot there. That happens a lot there. And I'm like, oh, it, you know, interesting. Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't know that by being there. People are certainly not concerned about it, and I think there's definitely a chance that it's like overplayed in the media. I find that interesting, though, and I think that's actually healthy because now you can fill in holes, right, for the person who thought they knew everything about that, right. And I guess those are better; those are fairer assumptions to make because you've been told things by like. You know the State Department website or whatever, like <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. Um, so I don't know. It is I wonder if people listening find this as interesting as we clearly do. Uh, potentially the nuance of uh, p- conversational Sunday. etiquette, and yeah, dude, it's kind of what we do. I think they potentially. <laughs> I think they potentially are interested in it. I think <laughs> Ryan said it's the show. <laughs> This is what the show is. Um, dude, that's very funny. Okay. Dude, I have some I have a fun a fun story. Really quick, yes. Uh, I'd love for any woman at home to submit send us an email of a time you were mansplained to. And get it as specific as you can. Oops the podcast at gmail.com. That'd be very interesting. I did one of Hannah's uh, TikToks again. Oh nice. And she was asking me how I feel about women that have body hair. Mm. And I was like, yeah, whatever. No, Who cares? Depends where for me personally. Yeah. But. Well, the, <laughs> the point is, is if you are with a woman who's incredibly hairy, you should get her some Manscaped gear. <laughs> the lawnmower 4.0. Yeah. That'll clean that fur off real quick. <laughs> oh you can shear her like a sheep. <laughs> yeah. If that's something you're not into. That's amazing. You can also use it on yourself, men. <laughs> probably better <laughs> guys use the lawnmower 4.0 it's the latest technology the nick safeguard everything they're not going to gouge you the no nicks no it's not going to make you a bloody mess down there yeah. you know you you want that you want to be careful you're totally honestly the nose hair trimmer is amazing yeah Guys, as you get older, your nose hair start growing. I hate to break it to you, mm-hmm. but you should keep those in check because there's nothing less cute than hanging with somebody and they got a bunch of straggly fingers coming no out of their nose. Mm. You don't need that. Like get it so- together. Someone's pushing a broom out of their brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I think moral of the story, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> 
get it together. Yeah. Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code oops at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use code oops. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gifts of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. What's the whole big package that includes everything that they have? Um, That's the one people should get. The performance package. The performance package. It's got the lawnmower 4.0. It's got the nose hair trimmer. It's got the ear trimmer. It's got all the good yeah. stuff that Weed you need. Weed whacker, crop preserver, crop reviver, magic mat, all yeah. the good stuff. You might as well just treat your entire body to this because it's what you need. Yeah, I would agree. Manscaped. Yeah. Get in there. Yeah, love that. All right. What do you got, my friend? Um, okay, I'm just. I'm, I want to make sure. Okay, so I saw a really fun, interesting thing unfold on the subway. Oh, great! Man gets on the subway. He sits down. What do you think? I've never been on the fucking subway before. <laughs> think go. He sits down and starts talking to people, and like he was being abrasive, but like he didn't want to be being abrasive. He was clearly potentially on something or crazy. He sits down next to a priest or something and starts being like, "What's wrong? I don't bite." Like type of thing. And then he starts telling a story about... Uh, so for, first of all, he takes his shirt off. <laughs> oh my God. So no matter what his message is, I don't think there's a way to be like, oh, that was fine. He had a good message. You can't just take your shirt off no. and start talking at people. No. <laughs> so he starts... Dude, he starts telling a story. He starts telling a story about... This sounds like a joke, by the way. Dude, it, no, it's a guy re- takes his shirt off in no, the subway and dude, sits down next to a priest. It's real. It's real. He starts doing pull-ups at one point, too. He starts just doing pull-ups. And I was like, wow, that guy can do more pull-ups than me. This is sad. <laughs> this shirtless man on the subway. He has a little bag. How was his body? It was like, he, he was like crack ripped. You know what I mean? He was, yeah. he was vascular and, like, mm-hmm. and ripped, but like no muscle. Probably been drinking a lot of broth lately. But he looked pretty good, to be honest. Dude. Okay, Like cool. all things considered. I would, crack ripped. Crack ripped, you know what I mean? Um, So he starts telling a story of how he saw a woman being raped. Oh, jeez. And he saved her. He's like, I took out my knife and I I did it. He just tells the story of how this woman being raped, um, he he chased her away. Then he said, starts talking about how he was talking to God and how we're all children of God and we need to not be afraid of each other. He had this very positive message. Sure. Um, So... Couple stop a couple whatever so it ends up being fine. People are kind of annoyed by him, but he he seemed harmless. All good, standard crazy guy on the train. So we get stopped at one of the train stations for a second, right? And we don't know why. And the cops get on our car, and they go, "All right, who's got the knife?" <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, who's got the knife? We heard about some guy with a knife, and everybody's like, nobody nobody says anything, right? They then get off the train. And I realized, oh, this is what happened. Somebody heard the guy say knife. Even though he was telling a story of how he saved someone with a knife, he doesn't have a knife. But he told a story about a knife. So now this is the guy with the knife. So I'm like, oh, when they come back, they're going to realize. They're like, yeah, you know, they, sh- they explain the guy. Guy with no shirt on. He had put his shirt back on. You know, fits a dis- like, and they, this guy fits a description, but he has his shirt on now. So I'm like, okay, this is what's going to happen. So they come back and they're like, who has the knife? And then they pinpoint the guy. And everybody's like, yo, come on. Let's get moving here. Like, and then someone goes, yeah, they shouldn't have shut down Bellevue. Like, people start doing their, like, as if it was Batman, you know? <laughs> people, are, <laughs> people are yelling things out about local politics. <laughs> Dude, they grab, and they're like, nobody's going to tell us no, like, what happened. Nobody's saying anything. And I then chime in, and I get very specific. And it was a little embarrassing because there's a lot of people around. And I'm like... 
Okay, so I don't think he has a knife. He actually told a story about when he had a knife <laughs> and he had saved some woman from being raped. But he didn't actually physically have a knife and he hasn't been really bothering anybody aside being like a standard annoying guy. And then I'm like, well, dude, this is... <laughs> I gave the full description. And they're like, all right, all right, thanks. But then they cuffed the guy and took him. And I was wondering, I'm like, was that overkill? I mean, listen, dude, if you don't want to get arrested, <laughs> don't take your shirt off. And start yelling about knives. You know what I mean? Like, that should just be pretty straightforward. But the guy didn't actually do anything. Did your testimony not <laughs> change the outcome at all? Uh, they, why did they cuff him? I think because he was disturbing people. But hold on people a second. People were afraid, and he was disturbing people. They took him off the train, threw cuffs on him. But I, yeah, I, it didn't seem like he needed to be cuffed. To when be you said, he, this is what happened, I will be the most impartial witness... Here I am, truth. Did, did he, did the cops say, oh, okay? No, they're like, got it, thanks. But I'm like, you know, he was shirtless before. You said all he, that? He put his shirt back on. He, I don't know why he took his shirt off. But they had already outed him. They already they, knew. They, they had sort of begun to escort him off the train. They, they're like, regardless of the knife or no knife, this guy is disturbing people. They probably let him go. But so so was he fighting back? Not really. He he was sort of mumbling and can, probably talking about the things he was obsessing about more. Mm-hmm. We're all God's children and he's been he's a vigilante. This isn't an unbelievable story. <laughs> it sounds like a play. I know. It sounds like a scene from a play. Dude, I know. It was crazy. I I forget where I was going, but I was like it was one of the the, the like it's been a while since the train being stopped like that was actually going to delay me from being somewhere. Yeah, um, but it was pretty wild. Wait, okay, so so <laughs> I have I feel like I have questions. Yeah, yeah, I'm still f- flummoxed by this. <laughs> um, you, why did you feel the need? Out of curiosity, why did you feel the need to stand up for the guy? I didn't stand up for the guy. I just didn't think it was fair that we're like some fucking coward. Here's the word knife. And their fear is overriding their... I get it. It's a crazy guy. Whatever. Not great. But it's New York. There's crazy guys everywhere. So I didn't think it was fair that this guy was being pinned as a guy who was shirtless waving a knife around. It's just not what he was doing. He was annoying as fuck. And I was like, oh, God. And I considered moving. And he was going, we're all God's children. Like, aggressively. It was annoying. Like, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? I don't like that guy. But I didn't think it was fair that this, like, telephone story that this guy was, like, attacking people with a knife... Because I he, still he wasn't think doing that. I still think that you are standing up for him. I still think that's you standing up for him or standing just, up for truth. I think he deserved a fair. Yeah, that's that's advocating. He deserved a fair uh, description of what had happened, despite the fact that I didn't like him at all and was happy he was gone. You're being his criminal defense attorney. You are believing in the, the everyone deserves the right to a fair trial. I just, dude, I'm an impartial witness. I, I, I'm as annoyed by the person who, who snitched on him as I am by him. But there are plenty of impartial witnesses on that train, and you're the one that spoke up. Yeah, not true. Because I think maybe they were embarrassed. They had a bit of stage fright. It was a silent car, the cops holding their belts up, looking around. They have their little taser or whatever that thing is. I don't know about embarrassed. I think, I think you, again, this is you selling yourself short. You were a hero. <laughs> you were the only one. You were the only one willing to speak up and whether and, and whether it was your intention or not, help this guy not be painted 
as a threatening, violent lunatic. Yeah, right. I, well, dude, I, I mean, I appreciate you it. I'm not burst through a cloud of fake news. <laughs> you did. And by the way, let that be a lesson for everyone at home, okay? The truth is important. It's important. You never know what it might lead to, but in this instance, it may have led to that guy just having his cuffs removed and then they let him go, which is probably what probably was supposed to happen. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, well, hopefully, yeah. As opposed to him being thrown to the ground and, you know, thrown right, in a right. cell overnight. We can't know. They likely wouldn't have found the knife anyway and then backed off. But like thinking that this guy was a step above the hostility that he was actually at just like didn't seem fair to me. You deserve something. <laughs> yeah, it's that's Ju- hero of the day award yeah, right. to Julio. We well, need dude, that. I, I left something important. I not it's actually not important. It's like sort of a, a button on the story. As the train began to move, I'm not kidding you. Some guy comes over to me and goes, "Wow, that was just like Law and Order, right?" <laughs> <laughs> dude, equally crazy guy who like didn't look at. <laughs> Seeing the whole thing play out, yeah, dude. I was like, sounds oh. like Woody <laughs> Allen. Yeah. Yes, like, uh, dude, it was insane. I was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, this is crazy. That's really funny. Day in the life, bro. New York That's City. funny, man. Crazy shit. Oh man, um, I love that. I love it. <laughs> I like people who run towards the fight. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a um. That's a big differentiator. I didn't. I didn't run towards it, but I didn't run away. You didn't run away. I didn't run away. You didn't run away, and you assumed the best. A lot of people are afraid. And look, you can't fault the other passengers on that train for being being fearful. Agreed. Right now, agreed. Agreed. We are in a time, sadly, where fear sells. Fear is mongered, and it sells. And bro, listen, you know, you don't know what these fucking crazy people are capable of. You exactly. hear really scary stories about it. So I get it. And, and, and you know, um, all we hear now, the New York Post, it, it's just a, a, a stage for horror. Yeah. Uh, every single day, it's uh, man stabbed, man jumps from his death to his death from seventh story window. Man does this, woman does this. And, it, you know, if that's all you read, you would think that New York City has devolved into this lawless, body-tumbling, right. anarchy hellscape. Right. But um, look, I, I acknowledge that things are probably, by the numbers, worse mm-hmm. right now than maybe they were a couple of years ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Not denying that. But unfortunately, you know, the subway, I, I ride it now every day, sometimes three times a day. And um, I, I don't know. I, I just think that like when people are that tense and that jumpy, that's where situations that might have been handled more calmly yeah, agreed, can agreed. escalate into tragedy. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, you know, inevitably you're going to see some wild shit. At some point, if you live here long enough, or somebody's going to do some crazy shit to you, I'll never forget when the guy smashed my phone out of my hand yeah. and just stared into my soul. Terrifying moment. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you try to avoid those things if you can. Yeah. I didn't even do anything, bro. Stared at me. I remember. Yeah, yeah. terrifying. Um, 
Yeah. You know, or when the children were throwing M&Ms at my head and surrounded me afterward. Yeah. These are some deep cuts, but we have, you know. I wonder have. if those kids were the same kids that we were about to become friends with <laughs> at the Amazon store. Oh, hilarious. No, definitely not. <laughs> I was kidding, but. Uh. Those kids are hopefully all in jail now. The, the M&M throwers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they seem like they're down a destructive path. Uh-huh. Dude, I don't know if uh, you guys noticed, but I was doing a lot of smoking in my music video and my photo shoot for my Halloween costume. Yes, you were. And you might have been wondering, wow, Julio, it's 9 a.m. on Halloween. Are you smoking a bunch of weed right now? I thought that, and I said to myself, uh-oh, there goes his day. <laughs> but no, no, Mm-mm. I was smoking a bunch of dad grass. Dad grass. <laughs> the grizzy grass, baby. It was chilling me out for the big night ahead. Hill Dog hosted a huge party. Obviously, secondhand stress for her. Wanted to make sure that, you know, the party went off without a hitch. Everything everything worked out. Uh and indeed it did. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it ended up having a great party and I didn't have to be super duper high for the rest no. of the day. And you were in the right mindset going in because you'd had that dad grass. Absolutely. I said to myself, boy, oh boy, is Julio ready for this party? <laughs> he is absolutely ready, bro. The yeah. Dad grass makes smokable hemp products uh, as well as other things like tincture. But uh, their pre-roll joints, I would for me, is like their signature item. Yeah. Um, really, really great stuff. Dad grass is legal organic hemp. Relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Uh, their CBD products are made with 100% organic hemp. Uh, enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. Right now, Daggrass is offering our listeners 20% off of your first order when you go to daggrass.com slash oops. Go to daggrass.com slash oops for 20% off of your first order. That's daggrass.com slash oops. Okay, this brings up an interesting thing that we don't we don't usually talk about this kind of shit, but I, I'm very fascinated by it. What are your thoughts of this like Twitter overhaul? Oh. Elon Musk shaking things up. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to think about it. I'm not sure either. I think I need to wait and see how it ends up being. Cause like part of me is like, Oh, this seems, this is annoying. Like paying for the verification check. And, but I'm also kind of like, is there a chance that this is going to like revolutionize the way social media is done in a good way? Like I, th- this idea that the goal is to make it the most like fact based, they even have this thing that like is that adds, the goal? Kind of, yeah, that's right what, now. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, he wants it to be yeah. that way. So like, if if I post like a misleading, if I post a thing about something, it will add important information to context to it, for context to it. And there was like some example about oh. some like social security thing. Oh, under the Biden administration, social security is higher than it's ever been, or something. And underneath it'll like add why, and the why is some like thing that makes it not like that for example it's like oh like it's because of a law that nixon passed so each year it increases by this much or whatever and you've already seen this happen? yeah i've been like i've just been looking on twitter and there and the stuff elon musk has been replying to oh. and i'm just curious like I, I i don't know i guess we'll see like you said when it rolls out but yeah. it's an interesting the the paying for uh the the, the verification check doesn't bother me because it's it was just a way to kind of like get rid of bots or something right I think it's a way for him to try to find revenue. But he was also saying, though, that like it weeds out a lot of like fake accounts. Okay. Or something. Um, yeah. Well, are, are there fake accounts that are verified? I don't know. I, I had that same question. Either way, um, I don't really have a problem with that. I think that you know, for most people who are verified, who rely on Twitter to promote their work and whatnot, $8 a month, Shouldn't be is it right? is a justifiable work expense? Mm-hmm. You know, you pay eight dollars a month for so many other things right. that don't 
It's like paying eight dollars a month for Microsoft Word or like uh, Excel or something. Oh, right, even more so. Yeah. That's what I'm like saying. Like, utility, it's a work yeah. utility. Right. Um, and so people shouldn't be clamoring about that as much. And also, if you really care, just get rid of your blue check mark. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you're that big of a public figure, people shouldn't be that confused about which francis ellis they meant to follow it's the one that has over a hundred thousand followers you know what i mean like it shouldn't be that hard um i don't know i'm not verified on twitter so really yeah interesting that part just doesn't i've applied for it and just didn't get it Mm -hmm. who knows why um but it just doesn't uh that part doesn't bother me that much the thing that bothers me a little bit is sort of how kind of like cavalier and flippant he's been about a lot of it right or just yeah and even i'll occasionally see one where i'm like okay shooting from the hip a bit reel it in yeah. you know this is a 44 billion dollar acquisition and lots of people being fired and whatever i'm sure they're gonna get stock payouts because uh of of the valuation of the company are they making it private he Did is. He is. So he then has to. But buy if all he the buys shares? the company for forty-four billion dollars, and all, a lot of those employees had stock exactly, options, they then they out. get paid. Right. Um, but I saw that he decided to take, you know, r- remove the a bunch of the C-suite executives' bonus options the night before. Which again, it's like. Do I feel that bad that the CEO is now not going to make his part of the $130 million pot? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe and not. And this is also like, you know, how many tales of great businessmen have you heard where like a guy comes in, cleans house, and then like makes it this amazing thing. And then we celebrate those people. Yeah. Um, it's just tough. I, I, I just don't know. I don't. The thing about Elon Musk is he's pretty unpredictable. And so I always like to give him the benefit of the doubt and hope that his motives are for the betterment of mankind. We've certainly seen that in his, uh, I think that's sort of probably his driving conceit behind Tesla, behind SpaceX, at least on paper. That's how it seems. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure what the hell his goal is with Twitter, whether it's... uh, you know, I'm the richest man on earth, and I I want to make I like playing with this toy. It, it seems like the you know the fact based blah 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 is what the goal. Yes, but he's on also paper, he's also talking about how it needs to be a free speech, you know, hundred percent free speech, right? Which means reinstating people that have been blocked from using it, mm-hmm. and. Probably opening the door back up to just toxic conspiracy people. theories and I wonder if that's what the that. sort of like uh, I don't know what the name of the thing actually is, but just like What's the added context checking. stuff. Yeah. But maybe those people who follow those people won't even read it. I don't fucking know. But it's gonna be interesting to see how it all unfolds. I got I got what's called a DMCA strike on Twitter for the first time. It's sort of a big deal. Yeah. Um, what it's happened was violation? I well I, I I posted it's like a copyright infringement. Yeah. I had posted the video of me on, on Fox YouTube. News, mm-hmm. and that video included the clip of Katy Perry blinking 
weirdly at her concert, but that was aired by Fox. And someone owns that Katy Perry clip. And because I had posted it on Twitter, they filed a copyright strike against me. Interesting. And Twitter agreed. Interesting. Interesting. And so I've now filed like a counter notice saying I did this in good faith. I wasn't airing that Katy Perry clip for my own betterment. It was like I was commenting on it on a third party news source. You didn't even initially post it. Yeah, but you have to go through these. I know. My TikTok is permanently banned. I didn't even do anything. (laughs) Yeah, TikTok, I mean. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's frustrating to have to, but hopefully, yeah, their customer service is better or whatever when when disputing a thing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Cool. Francis, is there a specific time in your life where you felt like therapy was going to be something that was extremely helpful for you? Yeah, I think probably the last 10 years. <laughs> the and last decade of my life, from when I graduated college and even before that until present. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, so yeah, that's, it's a good point. So while there might be specific things, I think the good overall lesson is that therapy is honestly good for anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's not suggesting that you need to you need to go do it, but like you'd be amazed. Like I remember I went for the first time because there was some insurance thing and if I wanted to get a prescription I had to go to therapy. I went for the medication, stayed for the therapy. That's right. The therapy was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh and it's a great thing. And like whether you uh have used BetterHelp or not, um it BetterHelp is a great option. It, I would say that there is no single thing in my life that helps me stay on track and healthy more than seeing a therapist. Absolutely, man. And as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist, and no weird breakups with your therapist either. Um... Learn more and save 10% off of your first month of BetterHelp um, going by going to BetterHelp.com slash oops. That's BetterHelp.com slash oops. Okay. Well, lots of fun things. What an interesting discussion we had today on Oops the Podcast. One final thought. Oh, sure. Before we bring it home here. I, I think one of the most overrated things in this day and age is using your parents' cable password for streaming. Huh. Because... Good luck. Now there's like two factor and it's coming it, to an it, end. it texts them the code. It's not even the coming to an end. It's like now I have to get my parents to send me a code. They're not always, they don't always see their text right away, especially my dad. And that's who it goes to. And I'm like, what's the code? Doesn't answer. If I call, doesn't answer. Chances are I'm watching something late at night. He's not awake. What's the password? He doesn't know. My brother might've changed it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That it is one of the most overrated fucking things in the world. Maybe time to just get my own cable, dude. <laughs> it's funny you Beggars say this. Beggars can't be choosers. I've been on the... I've had the YouTube TV mm-hmm. for a bit, and they have this you know, family thing where you can have up to four or five people in your family on your YouTube TV account. My dad and my parents pay for it. I have tried desperately to join their account because I pay for it too, and it's $75 a month, mm. you know, which is uh, 900 bucks a year. It's no joke. And I have asked and tried, but it requires me doing exactly that, getting the code from oh, him. God, dude. And it's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and so I'm eating a $900 a year charge. 
Yeah. And it yeah. drives me insane because I don't have to. All it would take is for me to be with my dad and call I know. YouTube. I know. And if we seconds. did it together, we'd have it and I'd be saving yeah. money. I've been on a kick of cleaning up those little charges in my oh, life. Oh, interesting. I went through my credit card What statement. have you gotten rid of? Well, um, I had this, you know medication that was coming that i wasn't really using i was getting like too much of it mm. and so i i put a a hold on that okay um i canceled my peloton subscription because i'm just using the bike in the gym in my building right and so i don't need it for my own personal bike anymore you can also sell the bike itself i don't need the bike anymore anybody really needs don't. a pelly yeah let's talk nobody wants to buy them they're like dead used cars that stopped working damn yeah what a what a fad that was i still by the way i still love riding in the peloton i've yeah. gotten back into it and i'm crushing oh, it you again. ride the one in the building. i just use the one in the building got it got it um a couple things like that i don't know just various little things trying to trying to cut back the fat yeah. on my on my credit card spends a lot of my auto renew oh yeah you know things disney plus is on the chopping block for me Potentially my Adobe photography plan. I might be able to get a code here, hopefully. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, it feels good. It feels good. And you're probably not even going to notice in your overall spend at the end of the month. But boy, just knowing that you've tightened the screws a bit. Yeah, it's nice. Is a good feeling. Feeling control. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay, what do you got coming up? I've got a big tour that is brewing. And I am very excited that's going to be in the new year, and it's going to be big time. Lots and lots of fun stuff, new material, cool awesome. stuff. I'm eager to explain it and show it to all. But so, uh, for now, we're keeping that under the covers. Amazing. What about you? Love it. Uh, November 12th, I'm at the Blind Pig uh, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I just added November 26th in the Den Theater in Chicago. Nice. That is going to be a big one. I think that's going to sell out. That's sick. It's going to be a great show. I would love to see you guys there. Um, yeah, November 26th, Thanksgiving weekend. Really cool. Um, that's the deal. Okay. Ryan, Ryan, facts with Ryan. Were they lying? It's facts <laughs> with Ryan. All right, we got a couple today. Couple. Just a couple. So the origin of the name Kodiak is island. Uh, in Alaska? I'm not sure. Okay. Hmm. Molly Ringwald has three kids named Mathilda, <laughs> Roman, and Adele. Roman and Adele are twins, so oh. it seems like she's doing all right. And then uh, the Morristown National Historic Park's NRHP number is six six zero 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 five three. NRHP is the National Register of you Historic think, Places. You think Julio doesn't know that? He's been there. <laughs> the hell, Ryan! Right? I recommend going during the winter to add the extra effect. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> there you go. That's Ryan Splaining, everybody. <laughs> We're Oops the Podcast. Again, would love to hear any testimonies of being mansplained too. Send your emails to oopsthepodcast at gmail.com. We're right back here on Thursday. Thanks for being with us and uh, spread the good word. We love you. Bye.